You're listening to Radio Mayapur with the best devotional, meditation, kirtan music, and inspirational podcast. This is Radio Mayapur. Hello everyone, Hare Krishna, welcome to Radio Mayapur, which is the link to your heart. And today is 10th of June. It's today, last night to rain, so it's very fresh. We had a good sleep in the night. And uh, today is a big cover-up. There is no cloud. I mean, there's a lot of clouds. There is no sun. So it's the, the temperature is very good in Mayapur. It's around 30. Uh, the problem is not the temperature. It's humidity is very high, always 85%. Today, we are very, very fortunate to have with us Rajanath Prabhu who is from Chennai, South India, born in 1972, joined ISCO in 1990 with a traveling in Sankirtan party in Mad- Madras at that time was called. And uh, we had a lot of association. He's a very nice devotee, very sweet. He's married. He has one very beautiful daughter, Janava. She's 14 years old. And now he's in charge in Mayapur, a very beautiful a service is doing for all the devotees who are visiting Mayapur is taking them around to different, different places. He has an office in a long building called Dam Sevak. If you come to Mayapur and you want a guide, he has able people and a lot of arrangement to take you around and explain to you, to all of us, the wonderful pastimes of Lord Chaitanya. Because we may be going visit the places, but unless there is somebody who tell us a story, then we just see a couple of bricks and some tree and some mud and some river water flowing, but we don't understand anything. <laughs> Association of the world is very, very powerful to enlighten us and to open our heart and mind into Krishna consciousness. So, Brajanath Prabhu, please tell us about uh, your Dam Sevak, this particular service you're doing for last so many years. How many years now? More than 10? <clears throat> started in 1996. So that's quite a long time. So 26 years. Whoa. A bit more, yeah. So you're a professional guide by now. You can tell us the story <laughs> of Chiritamrita, Bhagavadam, Bhagavad Gita, Upanishad, everything. You're very sweet. Please tell us about your service and how people come to you. We have... Uh, this department, yes, found by His Holiness Srila Jai Pataka Swami Maharaj, mm-hmm. in cooperation with His Holiness Bhakti Pushottam Swami Maharaj. Nice. So this was very uh, needed. At that time, there was no uh, guide who can take people on tour because there's no such department before. There's a lot of people, they come. After lunch, they hang around in the nice, beautiful park before the TOP began. It's a nice from the main entrance to all the way to Radha Madhava Temple, both sides of your park, nice birds, everything was there. It was a beautiful days. lotus fountain beautiful also. Beautiful lotus fountain. <laughs> but now there is a TOVP <laughs> temple. <laughs> so people, they used to bring their own picnic bed sheets, they spread it on the park, nice green grass, and they bring on food, eat, sit. So I came to 96 to see my spiritual master, Solinashila Jayapataka Swami Maharaj. I wanted to do something to please my spiritual master because there's so many other devotees, they're doing great and wonderful, valuable service. Mm-hmm. I thought, let me do something small to please my spiritual master. 
I came from Padayatra walking around India for two years. I came to Mayapur. With the shoes or without shoes? Uh, with the shoes, of course. Oh, okay. <laughs> it gets so <laughs> no, no, hot. Somebody walk without shoes. <laughs> it's too hot. Yeah. In Satya Yuga, probably it's possible, but Kali Yuga, a lot of people drink and throw the, all the bottles, this and that. You cut your foot if you're walking yeah. without shoes. So after coming to Mayapur, I was waiting for my spiritual master. I gave a recommendation letter from His Grace Rukmiya Prabhu from Sri Rangam Temple President. Yes. So His Holiness Bhakti Purushottam Maharaj got the letter. So he said, okay, we will find out what we can do for you. And then meanwhile, Guru Maharaj came. He asked me, what are you doing here? I explained to him, this is the story. I'd like to do something. Okay, what are you going to do here? You're a Tamil guy. So you better speak to, go to Sri Lanka, go there and preach. At that time, the war was going on, Tamil between Tamil and Sri Lanka. LTTE. LTTE, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So I thought, anyway, I, one day we have to die. So you can die in glorious departure in preaching in the war. <laughs> <laughs> so my Guru Maharaj said to the devotees to make some arrangements so that I can go to Sri Lanka. Then meanwhile, Guru Maharaj left, came after 15 days. She asked me, what are you doing, eating and sleeping in Mayapur? <laughs> I said, no, Guru Maharaj. I was doing that, eating and sleeping, plus I was doing some preaching service here. There's so many thousands of people have come to Mayapur to visit holy place of Mahaprabhu, but they don't know what is what. So I go, went on my own to talk to them, my broken Hindi, a little bit of uh, English, ask them, how are you, where are you from, how do you like Mayapur, you, do you want to share something, your experience, what you've gone through in Mayapur. So I took my notebook to write the commands. I was doing on my own. When I told him, this is what I'm doing, well, I'm looking for someone who can do this. <laughs> Since you're already doing with your own interests, so we will find one department for you. We start this Mayapur. That time was Life Member Cultivation Department. They started. In the year 2000, we had the biggest flood after that, the biggest the, in the world, biggest in, in the, the history of Mayapur. Mayapur. Because I remember to go inside the temple, you had to swim, take a dive, and then go inside the door. It was uh, before, ever before. This is a 15 foot high water. Yes. Then the pe devotees around the world, they supported for uh, fixing, repairing after the flood. Then they suggested, why don't you have some program that every year we can contribute? Right. We don't have to wait for a flood to come. On regular basis, every year we can contribute. So Guru Maharaj, that's a good idea. Let's start Dham Sevak program. So every year devotees can contribute. Right now we have a 21,000 rupees per annum. Sri Mahayapur Dham Sevak member, mem patron membership. Ideas to make a 1,108,000 Dham Seva membership. Enough in your life? Yeah. I don't know. Let's be try. <laughs> but Krishna willing, we can do this in within five years. Sure. But not possible. Why not? So idea is to have this 1,108,000 members. It will cover the total expenses of all the festivals in Mayapur we put up, including the prasadam for all the visiting devotees and the residents. The residents itself, 7,500 right now. Devotees are staying in Mayapur. Around 10,000 actually, I heard. Mayapur, yeah. Yes. So There's an ever increasing. Each and every festival is fasting and feasting, so we have to feed them. Sure. So therefore, we included all these festivals and deity dress, at least eight sets of deity dress in a year for other Madhava, Panchatattva, Jagannath, Shingadev, and all the nine highlands, all the temple deities we have for at least a set of a dress. Nice. Today, I just returned from uh, Bhaktivinoda Thakur's place, Amsavahan, Swarupkanj. 
They're having a Bhaktivinoda Thakur disappearance day soon. Yes. So we offer yes. every year a new dress for Gaur Gadadhar. Nice. And also Surabhi Kunj, all the deities. All the deities has been sponsored by the Amsar department when they build a new temple. We're also sponsoring a deity dress. So that's what we plan to do, Dhamseva department, trying to engage all the devotees around the world in the service of Sri Guranga Mahaprabhu's eternal abode. So wherever they may be, they start directly serving the Dham and get benefited them and their families and friends and relatives, everyone. That's a wonderful service, I think, you know, because a lot of people want to participate even though they're working outside or they're in distant place. So that way we then can be connected with Mayabur through the Seva. That's wonderful Seva. Also, I think the fact that uh, you're sponsoring the dress and for uh, different places in the Dham, that's also established nice relationship with all these great Vaishnavas who are taking care of this temple from the time of Chaitanya Mahaprabhu. So that's very wonderful. I would like to ask you, uh, how long this tour, you know, it takes? Because I know you have different type of tours. Sometimes it can be one day, or sometimes it can be 15 days. I don't know. Just tell us. Uh, let's say people come and say, um, we are here one week. We are one family. We are 20 people, 50 people. We would like to go on tour. So what tour you can offer? So we customize according to the people's needs. Needs. So we ask them how many of them, even if they are a couple, we still send a guide, go with them. We organize if they're comfortable with the morning and evening. We start local parikramas like short Mahaprabhu birthplace, things like that, 9.30, come back for 1 o'clock. So the morning they have time to arrange Mangalarati, DT greetings, something to eat, Bhagavatam class, full program they can attend. So they feel we are visiting Mayapuradam, we are visiting different holy places. Plus we also get recharged with the classes and devotee association, everything together. And then in the afternoon if they want to go, they can go again to visit Bhaktivinoda Thakur, some nearby places. We don't right. drag them all too Far much. Away, yes. Just a few places and send to more pastimes. Right. So they can remember because we don't know when they will come again. So they spend so much money to come to Mayapur. Yes. So we give them best experience for them so we do according to their needs we take care of them it's more personal guide and personal assistance but sometimes when you take them for a longer tour for a week for example you arrange also car and prashadam in different places yes we do rent a car we don't have our department own car but we've been dealing with this car drivers past 26 years so we know the reliable drivers sometimes a single lady coming midnight so we have reliable people so pick we them just up in the pick them up from the airport, come to Mayapur, we make a plan for them. We also book a room for them, help them, but they will pay for everything. Or we help them to book a room, we help them to book a taxi, parikrama, everything, we take care of them. Yeah. <clears throat> so, uh, how, how many people respond to your, like every year, what is, the, what is the number of people you are able to assist in this type of service? I know you keep the truck and record, uh, more or less, in yeah. a year. Say about 10,000 people in a year, Okay, roughly. that's a good number. That's a good number. And the, you keep in touch with them through WhatsApp and Telegram, email and stuff like that? Yeah, we, those who are interested, we, have, we don't force everybody. No. Those who are willing, they can uh, fill up the form. 10,000, sometimes 5,000 <laughs> in a year. That's a lot of people. Yeah. There's so many people come. Sometime in a Sunday itself, 10,000 people come. Just a day. Yeah. <laughs> I was speaking about day. here. <laughs> it's actually less. 
So tell me another things, you know, because people will be interested also to understand what are the costs involved apart from, okay, I'm coming from the airport and driving here, booking my room and taking prashana. But let's say you are taking care of them on a personal note and you're taking them around. So what, what are the charges your department gives for them or? Tell something about that. So we because you also need to survive, right? Yeah. <laughs> so this department, since beginning, I run with the, by the blessings of Guru Goranga based on donation. Oh, nice. So according to the means, for example, some people coming, they don't have much money. They come, they want to see the dam. So we help them whatever they, they sure. can do, and we tell them whatever you feel comfortable. You can leave a donation. That's what goes for the maintaining the devotees, maintaining the departments. Electricity bill, phone bill, pays off everything from there. Okay. So are you sure? I said, yes. Whatever you feel inspired. We don't know what is your financial situation. Right. We don't know your bank account details. Right. So you know what is what you have. You can feel, you can give whatever you feel comfortable for you. So according to that. This is like, a Brahminical standard. That are like in ancient time, the doctor, the astrologer, the devotees, the Brahmana who, do, who does a jagya, who does a, these uh, different, perform different service for for the community, they never charge, actually. They always say, okay, whatever you can give, whatever they like. So that's a very nice relationship you establish. Uh, and you are able to manage with that? Sometimes difficult, but that's the price you pay for being honest. Okay. So sometimes Krishna sends... One person comes, okay, here is uh, seven lakhs rupees, you can run the department. <laughs> and some people give you only 70 rupees. Yeah. We just because they don't it. have money. Yeah, the, sorry, we don't have money. Sometimes they say, thank you, Prabhu, you have done wonderful service. But I don't Sorry, we don't have much. When we get, we will send you. Okay. Fine, thank okay. you. Thank you for coming to my book. <laughs> That's very nice. Tell us about the pastimes you tell to the devotee, like, for example, you go to Chaitanya Mahaprabhu place, your Shiva Sangam. But you know, Tagore, what type of pastime you tell them from which scriptures? From based on uh, Chaitanya Charitamrita and Chaitanya Bhagavad, which I heard uh, over and again and many times through the CD, through tapes those days by Amala Bhakta Das Prabhu. It's a nice dramatic narration. I really love this yeah, narration. Yeah, very nice. So, also hearing uh, more lectures, CC from my special master and other Vaishnavas. So, put together according to the past and place, plus Navadip Dhammahatmya, written by Srila Bhaktivinoda Thakur. So, we speak on that places, for example, we go to Sri Vasangar. So, what is the importance of Sri Thakur's place? Beside Harinam Sankirtan was inaugurated there, we explain that this is a place known as Abhinna Rasastali, non different from Rasastali in Vrindavan. So that's non-different from there. So what makes non-different? Because in Rasastali, Radha and Krishna and all the gopis, they dance in Vrindavan. That's Rasastali. Here, all the gopis appear as Mahaprabhu's associates. And Radha and Krishna himself is Sri Gauranga Mahaprabhu. <laughs> and Radharani came as Gadadhar Pandit. So all the devotees together, they dance whole night. It's Abhinna Rasastali. That's a place where um, storehouse of Krishna Prem has been locked for 1,000 yuga cycle. So Mahaprabhu came this particular day of Brahma to open that and relish all the context and enjoy Krishna Prem. So in order to distribute, you need to taste what it is. 
whether it's a sweet, bitter, sour, <laughs> you need to know what it is. So Lord, Supreme Lord Krishna himself appeared as Sri Gaurang Mahaprabhu to taste Krishna Prem, what it is. I was in Sri Vasanga and he was tasting all night while he was in Sri Damayapur. When he took sannyas, he would travel all over India and distribute this Krishna Prem. So that happened in Sri Vasakur's house, one of the pastimes. So like that we inform and more intimate pastimes of Lord Goranga and his devotees, how Mahaprabhu revived Sri Vasakur's son who yes. died, brought him, brought him back to life and gave enlightenment to all the family members. Yeah, he spoke the philosophy yeah. of Science the eternal of realization. soul. <laughs> <laughs> so Chand Kasi broke the Mridanga and warned the devotees, no more Kirtan there. If at all anybody does Kirtan, I will present them and convert them into Mahamadan Muslims. <laughs> so they were frightened. They were not doing this Kirtan because of that. And all the devotees they were frightened. One day Mahaprabhu came. He was knocking the door of Shiva Stakur's house. Shiva Stakur was quietly worshipping Shalagram Shilas in his house. So Shiva asked, open, open the door. So, who is this? So, this is a person who you worship on the altar. <laughs> every day. You mean to say, I worship Lord Vishnu. Every day I worship Lord Vishnu. You mean to say you're Lord Vishnu waiting outside? No, no, I am actually cause, source of Vishnu. Really? <laughs> it's even more surprised for him. <laughs> so let me open. He opened the door. Nimai, you, you're so naughty. <laughs> when you're small, you're very naughty. I thought when you grow up, study Sanskrit, become a great pundit, your naughtiness will go down. <laughs> As you grow, your naughtiness also growing along with you. <laughs> so you tell me, you're saying you're Lord Vishnu? Oh, you're source of Lord Vishnu? I will show you who I am. You enter straight on his altar Sat, took the Shalagram, Shilas all away. He sat on the Singhasam, the royal throne of the deities. Shiva Stakur was blocking his ear. Vishnu, Vishnu, Vishnu. <laughs> Nimai, what are you doing? I will show you today who I am. You being, seeing me as a Pandit, Brahmana son, I will show you who I am. Even the Supreme Lord comes in front of you. If he doesn't reveal to you, you wouldn't know who is the Lord. <laughs> So I'm going to reveal to you because you're my great devotee. So with the devotion, Lord will be revealed, not without devotion. So you're my great devotee for many, many lifetime, many pastimes you are with me. So your previous life is Narada. You have appeared as Srivast this time. So I'm going to reveal to you my... He assumed 16 arms of Lord Nishingade form. Very, very gigantic form. Srivastaka saw... He began to offer Laksh Narasimha Sahasranam, like Vishnu Sahasranam. He offered Narasimha Sahasranam, thousand names of Lord Vishnu. He was speaking there. Lord Goranga was in the mood of Nishinga there. He took his club. He was running. I want to kill all the demons. He was chasing on the street. Shiva Sagar was running. My dear Lord, please come back, come back. People will be very afraid. And that's not a good put fear in the people's mind oh, so better you please calm down so Mahaprabhu came back then he said not only you I want to give darshan to all your family members bring everyone including the tailor who stretches dress for you even though he's a Muslim bring everyone <laughs> I want to give my blessings for everyone so this is how Mahaprabhu assumed the form of Lord Nishingadev 
to give assurance for Srivastakur that I have come, you and you, all your brothers and Advaita Acharya, all of you prayed for me to come down. So I have come here to deliver the fallen conditioned souls in this age and inaugurate Nam Sankirtan. So tonight we'll prepare nice, everyone inform all the devotees, get a torch, all the lamps, kerosene lamp, ghee lamp, whatever they can get. Oil lamp. Oil lamps. <laughs> we can go protest Chand Kasi. How dare that he can stop Nam Sankirtan. So that is how the pastime began from Srivastakur's house, the first day of Nam Sankirtan on outside. And there Usually, were millions of people who prepared all this torch. Everybody was busy making cloth and deep inside the oil. And it was the first disobedience movement <laughs> in five, more than 500 years ago, protest against religious uh, you know, limitations. Protest. <laughs> yeah, it was a protest. So that, that pastime began from Shiva Sangan. So in this regard, uh, Vrindavan Thakur, he says, the demigods from a heavenly planet, they were looking down. Wow, this is a golden opportunity for all of us. People on earth in age of 60, 70, they have opportunity to get Krishna Prem. What are we doing here, sitting in a heavenly planet, enjoying Nandan Kanan, Apsaras? <laughs> so let us disguise as the villages join in Sankirtan pastime, the first Harinam Sankirtan outside of the Sri Vastakur's house. We're going to go there and join, get Mahaprabhu's mercy. So they all joined. Therefore, Chan Kasi was surprised. There was no that many people in my village. Where they come from? <laughs> <laughs> so answer to that, Vishlevandavan Das Thakur said, they're all different demigods. Join in Mahaprabhu's Kirtan disguised as a villagers. They were singing, burn the Kazi, burn the, destroy the Kazi's palace. <laughs> They're not only chanting Hare Krishna. <laughs> <laughs> you know, in uh, what you were just saying a few minutes ago, you said that the Lord appear every 1,000 yuga cycle. Can you explain a little bit about this? Because this is, sometimes people say, why are you putting so much pressure? Why are you telling people to chant? What is the urgency? Let me take my time. I will go slow, I walk in my place, I maybe take many birds, this, that, you know, there are so many philosophies. But explain to why the Lord appears every 1,000 yugas. It doesn't come every Kali Yuga. So, therefore, we are very, very fortunate. Explain to us. About so, today I was taking on tour devotees from Malaysia. Yes. They told me there's an airline called Air Asia. Sometimes they give 10 ringgit for up and down. India and Malaysia. Wow. It's a rare opportunity. So people have just to really... Just stand ring it. Just stand ring it. You buy a ticket, return back. Malaysia... And ring it is only how much? 40 rupees. <laughs> Something like that. <laughs> it's crazy. So it's a 180 ring. It's, it's 18 ring it yeah. for a... Ring it, 18 yeah, rupees, rupees for ring it. Yeah. 18. So I told him, look, this is exactly what Mahaprabhu is giving us. It's a rare opportunity in this age of Kali... And within 100 years, we can obtain Krishna Prem. But this is not given before many yugas. So Lord Goranga, he appears once in the day of Brahma. He doesn't come every Kali Yuga. Every Kali Yuga, Lord appears as Gaur Narayan in Jagannath Puri. So 999 Kali Yuga is Jagannath Puri is a holy place. Only this particular Kali Yuga. Daru Brahma. On the day of Brahma. That's one, Daru one Brahma day. is called Jagannath. It's called Daru, Daru Brahma. Brahma. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> For 999 Kali Yuga, he's the Lord and that's the holy place. Jagannath Puri is a shelter for all the fallen conditioned souls. 
this particular kaliyuga lord gaurachandra appeared in this navadweep known as navadweep chandra so therefore navadweep is the holy place in this kaliyuga so therefore shila prabhupada travel all over the world to give this opportunity because you don't get this this opportunity every yuga Yeah. So once in the day of Brahma, which is thousand yuga cycle, not even thousand yuga, thousand yuga cycle means four yuga together. How much one, is one one yuga? One yuga is four hundred and thirty-two thousand years. This kali yuga, the only previous yuga, yuga, only one kali yuga. <laughs> We just passed five thousand thirty-five years, and this itself is difficult, unbearable for us. What is going on around the world? Yes. And what will happen in future? it's really not Scary. nice to wait until see what's going to happen better to get out from this in this lifetime the opportunity is given there and this is what exactly shila prabhupada mentioned one lifetime we can go back and back to god sometime some of us may have doubt how is possible because we are so dull so lazy fallen. and we are very fallen and sinful how we can go back and back to god at one lifetime is like you know just get a ticket and go back and back to <laughs> wherever you wanted to but prabhupada saying is not simply principally prabhupada saying he also i mean i was reading shrimad bhagavatam third canto chapter 26 and 25 lord kapila gives upadesh instruction to mother his mother so he says this devotional service is so powerful any sinful person who takes this devotional service seriously one lifetime can go back and back to god absolutely so this is what uh, instruction in shrimad bhagavatam by lord kapila dev to his mother nice devahuti i want to ask you another question because in the bhagavatam also say that all the other holy down will go down but this particular place navadip mayapur holy down will come up can you explain a little bit about that? yeah because what happened when this navadip coming down to planet earth when mahaprabhu comes he doesn't take appear in any other ordinary place he appears in his own abode before he comes he sends all his representative all his devotees first that's why advaita acharya is older than him shiva stalker older than him so they all come first prepare everything ready for the lord to appear so before they come the lord is sending his own abode navadvip Navadip is non-different from Golak Vrindavan Dham, Rajamandal Navadip Dham, non-different. So when Navadip was coming down, all the holy places, they want to be part of it. They want to be in part of Navadip Dham. So whatever holy places in this creation, they're all present in nine highlands. So this place, in Kali Yuga, all the holy places will lose the potency. So the Navadip, with more and more, more Kali Yuga people, degrade the navadvi would unfold his mercy and all the pastimes will unfold everything will more and more manifest in order to accommodate all the fallen conditioned souls in this age of kali so navadvi is only saving grace saving holy land all the fallen conditioned souls can come to and get purified get recharged the spiritual battery which haven't been recharged billions of lifetime right so navadvi is the best place Absolutely. I think there is a kind I've seen personally in my experience in the last 45 years of India and traveling around the world that there is a spiritual awakening everywhere in the world because people, they start to become vegetarian, for example. 
No, before there was no vegetarian food in the plane. You had to bring your own food in the train. Or, uh, you know, now that people are becoming vegan, for example, then people are becoming aware of many things, you know, of course, due to internet, information, people that they are not stupid, they start to, like, what are we doing? And then COVID came. COVID gave a big stick on everybody's head. Okay, you maybe have a lot of money, you're very strong and powerful, you have a position, but boom, one jam can kill you <laughs> and you lose everything. So people start to think again. True. So I see a lot of people, yoga group, this group, that group, everybody's kind of gearing up to awaken to spiritual awakening. True. So tell us a bit about that, because this is the desire of the Lord. Definitely, definitely. There's nothing moves without the desire of the Lord. They said even a blade of grass doesn't move without the sanction of the Lord, which is true. All this COVID, tsunami, all those things hits, hurricane. It's a cane from a hurry's hand. It's a hurricane for punishing people. <laughs> so what happens? This is all because of uh, too much sinful reaction. Everybody, the one small whale I was listening from a devotee from whale. They said one whale, blue whale, came to the shore of the ocean. They spent billions of pounds to save. This is just one species. And the cow is worshipable. Nobody cares for it. Everyone, so many people are busy killing and eating them. They think it's a food. That is why the reasons why so much calamity comes to us because we are not following the religious principle, cow should be worshipable, not eatable. It's, it's not karma. for eating. It's bad, people, the, bad, the bad karma. Yes, the ignorance. Yeah, exactly. Ignorant people are ignorant. But nobody tell them straight away. Yeah. See, you people are so much sinning, sinful activities. This is the result. Better stop drinking, smoking, eating meat. Lord has given you natural food, fruits, vegetable. The human body is meant to eat those and get digest rather than eating all the flesh and so much disease, unheard of disease, new, new diseases coming up because people are not performing the austerities, only sense gratification. If they fast once in 15 days, all kinds of disease will disappear from their body. It's a natural purification. Nobody does it. There's no rest for stomach all the time, eating and drinking, eating and drinking. So therefore, many kinds of disease and a lot of sinful activities, so many calamities after calamity comes. People forgot who is God. So just to wake them up, one small, we cannot even see the, the germ, which called virus, small virus, well, not visible. even visible to our yes. eyes, that did uh, too much damage. <laughs> so much. How much power the God can have, the small virus can have so much can come to put whole world to come to stop, stand still for a few months. No aeroplane, no bus, nothing was running. If the small virus can do, how much God can do, can you imagine? <laughs> we think we are so powerful, but then the reality is that we are very, we're like a drop of water on the leaves of the lotus flower. Our human body is very fragile. Yeah. One bug can go inside and damage everything. Everything. So tell us a bit about your own self when you joined. You joined in 1990. You were, I know you were a mechanic working with the Enfield company and you had a nice family. Tell us a little bit about your previous occupation, was, your study, what you were doing. I was uh, 13 year old. Yes. I studied uh, 
three degrees, sixth grade, which I couldn't pass <laughs> in Tamil medium. Okay. I wasn't interested at all for studies for some reason because uh, I was focused on spiritual life. Yes, we all, all family coming from Vishnu Bhakta background. We all put Tilak once a month in a year. So whole once year. A month in a year. <laughs> because the whole year, one month in a year, we do five or four Saturdays called Paratasi Saturday. Ah. So we put a big Vishnu Tilak. Govinda, Govinda just for once a year, for one month. That's it. After that, back to normal. <laughs> Somehow this was a tradition. Okay. They're following, I don't know how many generations. Brahminical tradition. Something was there. And uh, I also don't know when they began to eat meat. With no vegetarian. It's very strange because usually Sri Vaishnava, they don't eat meat. Oh, we are not. Actually, Sri Vaishnava is a Vaishyas, Vaishya background. Yes. So they were still, they were following Sri Vaishnava, yeah. their gurus. Yeah. But uh, I have no idea. Wrong association, all I can say. Yeah. Wrong association, no Sadhu Sangha. So they got into this meat eating and smoking. So I saw one movie when I was 13. I went to the work and came back. I saw that uh, we have called Porridge Festival. They Once in a year, they have a big festival for uh, Mother Durga, Goddess Durga. Right. They collect rupee from each house. They hire a video, those days video and Video Cassets. tape, you know, cassettes. VHF. <laughs> <laughs> they bring it there four, you know, you have four corner road joint junction. Yes. They put them there so everybody can come and watch on the street. It's no one's house. So you just go there, watch. So there was three movies they play all night. So I wanted to watch one, which is very attractive for me. Uh, one uh, famous Sivaji Ganesan, Tamil actor. Yeah, famous. He acted at three roles. One as a king, one as a washerman, one as a priest. Of course, that movie all about Lord Shiva, Shiva Bhakta nice. movie. Nice. So being a Vishnu Bhakta, I don't mind. Shiva Bhakta, Vishnu Bhakta is a devotion all about. Right. Let me go and watch. That was very impressive for me, that movie. The person who acted uh, as a saint. Good actor. Shiva Jiganesan is a very good actor. He did many, many drama, the religious drama on Vishnu, on Krishna, on Rama. Nice. So that really attracted me. So I want to become like him. I was only 13. <laughs> so he doesn't have any belongings, no bank account, nothing. He was just carrying a small, just piece of cloth to change. Village to village every day. He doesn't stay even more than one day in one village. Detached. He was traveling around, telling people about Lord Shiva, chant the holy name of Lord Shiva. Your life is very short. So before you leave, you come to end, better chant. Just like Lord Nityananda preaching. Yeah. He was nice. preaching like Same that. Same teaching. So then after that, I went back home. Next day, I have to get up. No time to sleep. <laughs> Next morning, <laughs> take a shower and go to work. I said to my mother, I want to become sannyasi. She shocked. You're 13-year-old. <laughs> you want to become sannyasi. You don't know what is the meaning of sannyasi. <laughs> You're saying you want to be sannyasi. No, I'm serious. Time will come. I will leave all of you. I will become sannyasi. But in meanwhile, I was looking for which ashram I can join to learn. But no ashram will take me because I'm not coming from Brahman background. So Sankramat, Sankracharya Mat, or anywhere, they first asking, are you born in Brahmana? Yeah. Otherwise, please don't come inside. That was really put me off. Actually, this is a very, uh, you know, it's according to Bhagavatam, 
our Bhagavad Gita, you know, our teaching is like we should judge people by their quality, not by their birth. Exactly. Because somebody is born as a father is doctor, that doesn't mean he's a doctor or doesn't mean he's a judge or something like the Prabhupada's explained. Correct, correct, correct. But in, you know, somehow in India they have misinterpreted this. Anyhow, go on. So that's what happened. Then I was uh, totally discouraged, disgusted with this all this casteism. Yeah. Everybody has a red blood in their body. Brahmana, Sudra, Vaishya, the blood is same, the bone, you know. When we die, same earth we're going to bury, or same machine they're going to put the switch on to burn you into ashes. Where, why is it so cost discrimination? What is the need? So I was went on, then went to work different, different places. One day I'm returning from the my work. I saw the Hare Krishna bus on the street distributing Prabhupada. Sankirtan. Books. Sankirtan bus party, traveling Sankirtan bus party from Chennai. Yes. His grace, Sumitra Krishna Prabhu, His grace, uh, Rukmiha Prabhu, the devotees. Rohit there. and Rohit so many other devotees. Yeah. Yeah. They were shaved head, young. I was wondering, wow, look at them. <laughs> I thought only sannyasis can be old age, but here are young. You know, some of them 18, 19, some of them 20, some of them 25. They were wearing saffron. Saffron, brahmacharis. So yeah. I went to the side of the bus and listening what they're talking about. I don't want to go close by. First, yeah. I want to check. Yes. So I saw they were showing Prabhupada's picture from back of Bhagavad Gita. Look, this man is age of 70. He travel around the world 11 times. In 11 years, he travel around the world. He established 108 temples. I was, wow, one temple to build. People struggle these days. And that age, 70, travel 14 times in 11 years' time. Entire earth As old was person. shocked. The old person he said, I am born Vishnu Bhakta. What I am doing here? Let me do something for this old man. To do something for, to please him. Then I said to him, look, one of my friends came to see me. Look, Venkatesh. He said, uh, do you know, Vijay, I want to join Hare Krishna. Really? I've been practicing one and a half years, but I never told you anything. Today, my sister is coming from Chennai to give me send-off to go to Hare Krishna. That is wonderful. <laughs> so, can I come with you to bus station <laughs> to receive your sister? Yes, yes. Most welcome. Let's go. So we're going by cycle, cycling, we're talking about all about Hare Krishna, what's happening, what is all about Hare Krishna. So explain to me, 20 minutes from home to bus station, this is Hare Krishna moment. They don't have any cost discrimination. They teach you everything about God, signs of God, everything is there. So you can preach, you can learn, you can preach systematically. He asked me, why are you asking all about it? What do you want to know about? <laughs> now, I want to join you. What about your father, mother? Will they give you permission for you to join? He knows South Indians are yeah, very, very, very tight. tight. So much family attachment. He said, um, what about your family maintenance? You're the eldest son. You're bringing money for them. I said, hey, don't worry. Krishna is maintaining everyone. Who's maintaining <laughs> elephants in the forest? Who's giving them food? 40 kg each time they eat. Is any forest department maintaining them? Krishna is maintaining. If I'm not there, Krishna will maintain through somebody. No worry, I'm joining with you. Uh, but what about your father? Who's going to answer? Don't worry about them. <laughs> <laughs> I want to join with you. Are you really? But let's talk to Sankirtan leader if they want to take you because you don't know anything about Hare Krishna. You just, I don't know, but I've been waiting for Hare Krishna for five years. From 13 <laughs> to 18. <laughs> I've waited enough. I want to join now. So, okay, let's go. So we went to talk to Sankirtan leader. His grace Rukmiya Prabhu was there. So we asked him, Prabhu, can I join? 
So you join. Who are you? What do you want to join? You don't know anything about Hare Krishna. Do you know about Hare Krishna? All I know about Hare Krishna, there is no cost discrimination. Anybody can come and learn the science of Krishna and they can preach the science of Krishna. That's the only thing I know about ISKCON. I don't know anything else. So can I join? That's the only reason I want to join. I want to learn systematically the science of God and I can preach to the people who are ignorant of science of God. Please, you can jump on the bus. <laughs> we don't get people like this. Often, jump on the bus. We are going right now. Pack everything, we can go. go. We made our profit today, so we can go. <laughs> In Velour, we sell a lot of books. They came first day. They want to stay for three days. Since I joined, they said, okay, let's go. Let's go. Otherwise, your father will come and they catch you. They will come you. and look for me. <laughs> yeah. So since then, Hare Krishna bus has another name called Capturing the boy, Young Boys. <laughs> <laughs> yes. now the Young Boys, Hare Krishna. <laughs> yes. That's how I joined in 1990, 4th of uh, August on Saturday. And you came to Chennai. Chennai. Uh, the temple was in Barkit Road? Barkit Road or? 59 Barkit oh, Road. okay. Because before we were in Kilpa Garden, yeah. yes. I joined when we were in nice. Barkit Road, 59 Barkit Road. Nice. We were Jan Mastami there for 15 days before. There's a devotee named Nimaini Thai Prabhu. Yeah. He was Ed Pujari. Right. Because I went through this five years from 13 to 18, I learned painting, mechanic, bit of carpenter, all those jobs. So it's easy for me. They wanted to paint temple grill. All good. Okay, get the paint, get the sandpaper. I can do. Pujari was very happy. You know why? This guy can do. <laughs> Maintenance. We don't need to call painter to paint. He can do all the job. I was very happy to en engage myself in all sorts of service. Unfortunately, my friend, four days after you left. Why did you left? Because he was having an expectation. He thought ashram life will be like an ancient ashram. You know, nice ashram with a hut. With a heart. Nice straw heart. We had a heart in the back also. <laughs> we had. That's where I was living at. <laughs> Correct. I remember that. But uh, he couldn't handle the grihasas. He thought ashram is only brahmacharis, sannyasis. Oh, he doesn't know grihasas also in ashram. Yes. So he couldn't take it. The children, you know, walking around, passing stool and urine. <laughs> They're supposed to be one place because we have a small place that time. Rented house. We, we were like ashram. a family actually. It is you know? together. Together. Because his frame of mind is different, because he was altogether different frame of mind and different expectation. And I have no expectation, I have no idea what it is. I came because I came to serve. Whatever service is there, I take it. That is why I could stay. He couldn't. But did you see him again afterwards? Yeah, many times I went. And you he was still practicing, still practicing, oh, practicing, chanting, okay. reading Prabhupada books. Okay, that's nice. He's not Positive. associating with any devotees. Okay. Yeah, on his own with Prabhupada. <laughs> he chants, he puts tilak, chanting japa, taking prasadam, vegetarian still, maintaining his... Something, something better yeah. than nothing. Nothing. At one point, he will... He never married, yeah. still bachelor. Okay. And which place he lives? Velour. Velour. Yeah. Okay. This is what Srila Prabhupada wanted. Mm. This is what Srila Prabhupada wanted, Prabhupada yeah. say. Yeah, people there come and join. Can you tell us something which is, uh, let's say, in your first few months in Christian consciousness when you were in Barkit Road, something which uh, really astonished you of the philosophy or the devotees, what you saw, what you perceived, something which touched your heart? I saw there's lots of uh, foreign devotees. For example, your good self, 
from Italy. Never heard of Hare Krishna, Krishna or Rama, Govinda before. You were a motor mechanic, bike mechanic, bike racer. Yes. You give up all this uh, background, smoking, drinking. You know, there's totally culture, totally different culture compared to the Vedic culture. You could be able to give up those things and take Krishna's lotus feet as the only shelter. That's amazing for me. And because we have seen so many Acharyas in our South Sri Vaishnavas, Gaudiya Vaishnavas, Brahma Madhya Gaudiya Vaishnavas, like for example Madhvacharya, they couldn't do cross the ocean and bring people into Krishna consciousness. Their own traditional people could not be able to give up drinking tea and coffee. Here is Srila Prabhupada, we went to cross the ocean, brought the Malachyas into pure Vaishnavism, made them to give up Man-eating, <laughs> cow-eating, all the black people from Africa. Ghana, Africa, they were eating man, animals. Yeah. They were living like animals. Yeah. He made them civilized human by giving Krishna consciousness. That was really amazing for me to see. What a change Srila Prabhupada has done just by singing the transcendental name of Lord Hare Krishna Mahamantra. And what a purity he must have have to share inspire. with his people, inspire people. And bring them to Krishna consciousness without any self-motivation. There's so many sadhus, they talk so much, but behind, practice something else. But here as a person, everything is clean. Nothing behind, everything is open. That's what really impressed me. Actually, Srila Prabhupada said that, you know, when he first came back to India, he was a little bit disappointed, you know, because... Even before he start, he asked many people, give me one of your son, you have four sons, give me one son, I'll make him a Brahmana. And these people say, oh, Swamiji, what a Brahmana will do? How will make money? How will he live? <laughs> They're always thinking about money, we are poor, rich, whatever, you know. So nobody was interested. But when Srila Prabhupada came back with a foreigner, he said, you are the white dancing, my white dancing elephant. <laughs> Yeah, because people are astonished. It's a shock inside your brain. When you see an American, you say, all these people want to go to America and make money, but these American people, they're becoming like <laughs> us, like devotees, you know? And that must be like a revolution inside their head and say, something wrong with me, you know? Why I'm trying to go to America and these American people that are coming here, they're accepting Christian consciousness. So there is change of consciousness. True. I heard from uh, one Aroster. She's our god sister from Malaysia. Aerostis. Yeah, Aroster's. Oh. She said to me, amazing, even the Iyengar was flying one time with her, uh, what do you call, thing was uh, AirAsia. Mm -hmm. She was working there before. Yes. And she was happy at least somebody, Vaishnava background, traveling there, she could talk to them and give them something personal. At the time for a meal, she saw that Mr. Iyengar ordered beef. No. She was shocked. She went there and talk to this guy. How dare you can order beef? You're Iyengar, born in a Vaishnava family. She said, I was born in a Vaishnava family. I was not born Vaishnava at all. Matter of fact, it's like a Prabhupada says, doctor's son cannot be doctor because his father is doctor. <laughs> yeah. Similar philosophy, you know, here he said, I was not at all interested in Vaishnavism. And I'm in US, I eat what US people eat. That's a normal food. Otherwise they think I am like, uncivilized people. He thinks by eating beef, they think I'm civilized, drinking wine, having different women every day, civilized. 
But I didn't realize that is actually uncivilized. The real civilization is where the culture and Prabhupada has given us. But I didn't realize this guy need to wake up. In the other hand, there is a devotee named Ravi Gomatam who became a Rasaraj yeah, Prabhu. Rasaraj Prabhu. He was a He's scientist. He's also from Chennai. Chennai. Yes. He was wearing off, off pants while <laughs> coming from Vaishnava family. PhD. PhD. <laughs> he saw devotees singing there on the street. He was shocked. What are they doing here? And he went to temple. He got nice suji alava. Wow. <laughs> in the US, getting nice suji alava. Cooked in ghee. He was completely bewildered. He read Prabhupada books, become a devotee. Here is Iyengar, want to become a karmi. So ultimately, you know, everybody has his own choice. But right. I think as the people come in contact with devotee, there is a revolution in their heart and their consciousness and their mind. If they're able to accept that there is something I can do to improve my life. Because every life, you know, is like a school. We learn in so many things. And if we progress... And if we associate with devotee, if we are fortunate to have some association with devotee, prashada, seeing the deity, Jagannath festival, this create a gyata sukriti, create some, some auspiciousness in the heart of the people, and slowly people will change and their spiritual revolution will happen. Rajana Prabhu, I want to ask you, is there any improvement we can tell to our people to help you to continue to do your service? Or uh, in, in whatever format. I know you are helping so many thousands of people and their blessing upon you is, is, is very great. But is there anything we can tell to the devotees or people who are listening to our radio? How can we improve your department? How can we help you to assist people in this service? It would be great whoever listens to this radio program. They can talk to their friends, enroll them as a Dham Seva patron member. It is not only helping the Dham Shrida Mayapur, it's helping them as well, but contributing to the service of Lord Goranga, which is the eternal abode of Sri Goranga Mahaprabhu Navadip Dham. Srila Prabhupada says once to Hari Shauri Prabhu, when Prabhu, Hari Shauri Prabhu was personal secretary for Srila Prabhupada, yes. the long building was building that time. He was a BBT in charge at that time, Australia. So he said, Prabhupada, we're using all the BBT Australia money to building this chakra building, what will happen to BBD Australia and what will happen to Australia is Konyatra. Prabhupada said, anyone who serves Sridhar Mahipur, either factory or company or Yatra or the personal individual family, they will always economically flourish. They will never have shortage of money and so much blessings from the Lord. So Sri Sri Radha Madhava He's not a beggar. He doesn't need anything from us. <laughs> if we give, it is our benefit. So by helping Lord, by contributing Dham Seva patron membership, enrolling as a Dham Seva patron member, that way we can help them and they can help us. Wonderful. Let me know how people can contact you. You have a mobile number, which is a WhatsApp you like to tell to the people listening to this. Yeah, we have... Um, I have one number, which is WhatsApp, calling, everything. Okay. And I have email also. Okay. So WhatsApp number is plus 91-960-946-5587. That's my WhatsApp number. Feel free to contact me. They need accommodation. They need a transportation. Some of the family member coming. Anything they want to know so they can communicate with me through WhatsApp. 
really touch your heart or, because you are telling so many pastimes you know some, there is some particular pastime that you are attached you feel like it's very inspiring for you and for other people for especially from Lord Nityananda he's always in drunk in Lord <laughs> Gorang Gora praying so he brought the most sinful person on that time another district known as Jagai Madai Two brothers, famous brothers. Yeah, two brothers. They were born in Brahmana family, Jagadananda and Madhavananda. Due to bad association, they become most sinful person. Even Yamaraj doesn't know what to do with these two rogues. They don't know which hell. There are 28 hellish planets, so they're different, different <laughs> sections. They don't know which one to send them and how many times they should send them. There's so much they have done. Chitra Gupta was tired of keeping their records all the sinful activities they're committing non-stop. So he was scratching his head what to do. This is mentioned in the Chaitanya Chandraya Natak written by the Mahaprabhu Associates. So that time Yamaraj and Chitragupta, they all came to Shiva Sangan. They don't know what to do. So Mahaprabhu, by the blessings of Lord Nithyananda, Nithai Goranga, Lord Nithyananda delivered these two boys, even bitten by Jagai Madai, he still gave them Krishna praying. You want to beat me? Fine. First chant Hare Krishna. <laughs> then you can beat me. You want to kill me? You can kill me. First chant Hare Krishna. I was wondering, my God. Here is the Ananta Sesha, the original Guru Lord Balaram. So much humility. So much, so much down to earth. He's begging the most abominable person to chant Hare Krishna. And the re result, return... They want to hit him. They hit him by broken clay pot, bleeding. Still, he was asking them to chant Hare Krishna. That really attracted me. This is the tolerance, the level of a tolerance to bring the fallen conditioned souls to the lotus feet of Lord Goranga. So nobody more humble than Lord Nityananda. <laughs> they so they give unlimited mercy and they continue to give unlimited mercy to all the people who visit Dali Dam, I think everybody goes back with a changed heart, you know, because anybody who comes to Mayapur, they feel like there's something special happening to them. I want to tell you one experience, yes. if there is time. Sure. In 1996, we have a Prabhupada Centennial. Yes. They invited a different scientists, different person around the world, they came. So I was put into charge of looking after. Thank you, Prabhupada. looking after this person. He was staying in Chakra Building. So I went to see him. There's anything I can do for you? He says, I don't know what this magical place. <laughs> I have no experience before. My laptop is not working. If this happens in my country, US, I will throw laptop through the window. I'll get another one. But here, I can't do that. I don't know why. I am very calm and peaceful. It's like some magneting power make me peaceful and completely calming me down. Wow. 
this guy is yes he's not a devotee yeah he can feel that experience he can experience that that the the spiritual vibration in my pradam he said there's a magnetic spiritual magnetic power here as soon as i put my foot i was completely calm and quiet i was i want to get angry i couldn't get angry <laughs> that's the experience i heard yeah. from him but also says in our deep mahatmya that even if you just sleep in mayapur in our deep is equal to you remember offering obeisance to offering obeisance to all the to all the holy places offering obeisance to deities to the deities and uh, if you stay for three days is equal to visiting all the holy dam on this planet there's so many you it know, says amazing, in Mahatmya, yeah it says if you sleep in mayapur it's equal to offering obeisance to the deities five hours six hours as many hours you slept and if you stay one night it's equal to stay 100 years any other holy places you name it that's one night what you speak of is stay three days or 10 days or stay whole life <laughs> yeah. equal to performing so ashwamedha yagya so many things one so step each step you get ashwamedha yagya yeah. so there is unlimited benefit so we like to thank you very much for rajnat for inspiring us inspiring all our listeners we like to welcome everybody who is listening today from all over the world to come and visit mayapur recharge your spiritual battery meet rajnat take prashana go around the holy dam take bath in the ganga and go continue your life and be happy in ecstasy and chant the holy name thank you very much Hare thank you to shila prabhupada who brought us all together in a big family and uh, hope to meet you again rajendra thank you bro thank you for coming today hi goranga ki jai shri navadvi dam ki jai gaur premanand hari hari bol you're listening to radio mayapur with the best devotional meditation kirtan music and inspirational podcast this is radio mayapur